everybody this is your girl amber and this is reaching your potential episode seven we are going to be discussing tips on how to pass the mbcot this was requested by a few people who reached out to me and told me how they were so so close to passing their mbcot exam and i totally understand because i was right in that boat as well okay I will talk about my story in a future episode, but right now we're going to get right into it. I have five tips on how you can pass this MBCOT exam. This exam is very stressful. It is challenging, but it can be tackled and it can get done. I told myself that once I passed my boards, I was going to do this podcast because I know there's people out there that needs this and to be honest, to be open, to be transparent about this stuff. So these are tips that I use. And it's not the generic make a schedule, study the topics type of thing. These are legit things that I had to tweak in order to change my mindset to pass this MBCOT exam. So let's get started. MBCOT. I'm going to go straight into it. So the first tip that I have for you is don't spend too much time on one topic when studying. I say that because there's so many topics that you can study for this exam. And I remember when I was studying, I studied all the topics. I studied everything that I could think of, everything that was in resources, I studied it. But one thing that I did do, which is a mistake that I've heard from other people, is that they are studying one topic for too long. And sometimes that can be a bad thing because sometimes the topic that you are spending majority of your time on may only have maybe three questions on the exam, maybe two, one, or even no questions at all. So... Keep in mind about that. One topic that I know a lot of people definitely go crazy for, which I did because I'm not really a huge fan of, is pediatrics. So the milestones and the developmental stages, I was taking a good amount of time to remember those different topics. But then when I had to take a step back, I realized that there's not that many pediatric questions on the exam. So keep in mind that sometimes spending too much time on one topic may hinder you because then you can focus on other topics that will be seen more on the exam. A way to make sure that you're not spending too much time on one topic is to make a schedule, of course, and put down the topics in a calendar. So I love organizing myself and having a big calendar to see everything. So what I did is whatever topics that I was studying overall, I made sure that I wrote those topics in each calendar date to see how long I needed to study for that specific topic. So for pediatrics, I would say at most, take about two to three days to study for it. And I think you'll be fine. I wouldn't recommend you studying for 
a week for pediatrics. That's just too much time. You can focus on other topics such as neuro, musculoskeletal. There's way more important information for you to take to study versus PED. This is just my opinion, but I really feel that a lot of people do make the mistake to study topics that may not really appear as much as others. So just keep that in mind. The second tip I have is to go over practice questions and take practice tests. I feel that it's very important to take both practice questions and practice tests, but don't focus so much on the practice tests, okay? I think it's important to take about two to three at most practice tests. And I say that because it's important to get that time management down. You only have about four hours and some change to take the exam. So the practice test allows you to manage your time on how long you're taking to answer questions and going through the whole test. That is the importance of taking practice tests. However, when we're looking at questions, this is where you're able to break down the question and get the answer that you want in the fastest way possible. So we're not overlooking, we're not overthinking, we're not underthinking. You are using a strategy that will help you answer the question the best way possible. If you need a strategy in order to break down the questions and the answers, look back in the previous episode where I gave mnemonics on how to break those questions and answers down. And one thing I had to keep in mind when I was taking my exam, once I have a strategy, I have to stick to it. And I'm giving you guys that tip. Stick to that strategy the whole way through the exam. Do not feel lazy and just go through the motions. Stick with that strategy from the first question all the way to the final question. Stick with it because that's going to help you. Third tip, I think it's probably one of the most important ones, is repetition and active recall. I'm not kidding when I say this, but you can't pass this exam without active recall. You don't have a lot of time to think about what the topic is when you're reading the question. When you read the question, you should instantly think of all these different ideas in order to answer the question. You have about a minute to two minutes, if you think about it, to answer each question and have some time left to review whatever you marked. So time is in the essence for this exam. If you don't have active recall, you're going to struggle. Active recall is very important and repetition is very important as well. So what I did when I studied, I wrote a lot of notes. I wrote things down. I drew things. I recorded myself. I listened to podcasts. I looked at YouTube. I was constantly repeating topics over and over again. But whenever I saw that topic, It was active recall. I instantly knew what the topic was and I didn't even have to think about it. It was just automatic. And for this exam, you have to think of things automatically. When you read the question, you should instantly think of symptoms and diagnosis and even interventions that will be applicable to that question to help you get the right answer. The fourth tip, I kind of talked a little bit about it through the second tip where we talked about going over practice questions and taking practice tests. But the fourth tip is to pick a strategy and stick to it. I feel that on exam day, you have to 
decide prior to what strategy you're going to use and stick to it from the first question, so the clinical simulation test, throughout the entire exam. Stick to that plan. From trial and error of taking this exam, I realized that writing things down during the exam, so for each question, is very time consuming. And I realized when I took the exam and passed, highlighting was way easier and more efficient. So if you're like me that likes to write things down, this may not be the best exam to do that because you'll get tired and it's also time consuming. Try using the highlighting feature that is embedded within the program and the computer and use that to help you keep focus, but also focus on those key terms and those key words that we talked about. If you don't have a strategy on how to break down the questions and the answers, I talked about this a little bit before as well. Go back to the previous episode, I repeat, go back to the previous episode and learn those mnemonics that will help you remember the key terms for those questions and answers. Remember those words, doc and scope? It doesn't sound familiar? Then go back to the previous episode. (laughs) And for some reason, if you think that these mnemonics do not work, think of these two words. Think about function and keywords. Make sure those answers are functional and it matches those keywords that were mentioned in the question. I feel that if you have a strategy and you stick to it, it will definitely reduce your chances of overthinking or underthinking. And sometimes we read too much into the question that we just forget what the question is even asking us. Look at the question, see what it's asking you and answer that question and keep going until you finish. And the last tip I have for you to pass this MBCOT exam is to take a break. Don't be like me who was obsessed with this exam, okay? it will drain you. Studying for this exam is draining and is annoying and it's frustrating. I get it, I know, but we have to take a break when we need the break. Try not to go over two or even three hours of studying a day. We are not equipped to study for more than that time. Once we pass three hours now you're just looking at everything and it might be blurry you may be tired you're probably gonna have a headache I know that happened to me when I tried to go over three hours of studying it's just too much and sometimes you have to call it quits before it's too late when you take a break do things that are meaningful to you so for example For me, I love working out. I love going to the gym. I love lifting. Anything dealing with fitness, I love doing is a big passion of mine. So when I was studying for the exam, I made a promise to myself that if I go to the gym in the mornings, right when I come back home, I'm going to study. And that was my commitment because I knew I didn't want to take away that meaningful occupation for myself right because if I did that I would be stressed out working out as a whole relieves so much stress and as you work out once you're done it releases endorphins which makes you be in a great mood so after I work out I feel fresh I feel good then I'm ready to go and tackle my studying and that helped me 
So I feel that a lot of people, they try to take away that meaningful occupation and replace it with studying. And I feel like that is a mistake because now you're having this occupational imbalance. We know that occupational balance is where we have a balance of life. So work, playtime, leisure time, all of these different components that makes up our lives, there's a balance to it. So work is not overwhelming our leisure time and our leisure time is not overwhelming our work time. We have a balance. And I feel that if we try to take away the leisure time and focus more on work and studying, we become stressed. So know your limit and take a break when you need it. And this is an extra tip to those who may have been taking this exam for more than two times. I know that the MBCOT, they give us a time where you can't even register for the exam after a certain period of time. Use that to your advantage, okay? Take a break. Don't even look at anything OT related. Take a break. And it sounds really scary to say that, but trust me, your mind and your whole body will thank you for it in the long run. Sometimes when you're looking at this material for so long, you just get a headache and you just need a break. So if you're in that boat and you're about to go for your third or your fourth attempt, you know that you can't register for a certain period of time. Use that time to just do what is meaningful for you. And then when it's time to get back into the swing of things of studying, your mind will feel so much better and at ease. But there you have it, guys. Those are the five tips that I have to give you guys in order to pass the MBC OT exam. Remember, one, don't spend too much time on one topic when studying. Two, go over those practice questions and take practice tests. Three, repetition and active recall. Four, pick a strategy and stick to it. And five, most importantly, take a break when you need it. Know your limit. I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please hit me up. You can hit me up on IG or email. Thank you so much for listening. The next episode is going to be on resources that I use for the MVCOT exam and whether I liked it or did not like it. So definitely tune in for that one. Okay. I will talk to you guys later. This is your girl, Amber. We're reaching your potential. Talk to you guys soon.